Welcome into Tailgate. Austin Gale here with Mike Renner in sunny Cincinnati. It's actually sunny now. Re- weather is good here in Cincinnati. And at the AGMR complex, we do have a pool. Mm-hmm. Will they open it up this weekend? They have to, right? It's 80 all week, sunny all week. If they don't open up now, they're going to have hell to pay. It's what would you do if they don't open riot. up? Do we bomb them? Okay, well, we can't even say that anymore. It's 2022, <laughs> dude. Give me some updates from your weekend. I know you spent it with your mommy at the Kentucky Derby. Okay, I spent it with my family, not just my mother, who was also there. But the Kentucky Derby, what a race. I don't know if you're, you're probably not a horse. You probably can give a shit. You even watched. Even I, I saw the highlight. Rich strike. Yeah. Longest shot. Second longest shot ever. The comeback was insane. The stands were stunned. And here's the kicker. First time ever. Maybe not the first time ever. But I think it was because of having fans back and after COVID. All the food and drinks were free. That doesn't even make sense to me. You texted me that and I thought it was a joke. How no. did they make everything free? All the food and drinks are free. I don't know. But I took full advantage of it. I saw your yeah. Instagram story. My so eyes your eyes glazed. just get, when you get too gone, your eyes are just like glazed. Yeah. And I was, because I took full advantage. I think I had one of like every food item that they were selling. It was incredible. What, so what were some of the foods that they sold? For they us that aren't lobster, rich enough to enjoy the rolls, They had poke. They had fried peanut butter and jelly sandwiches that were insanely good. Uh, what else did I have? Chicken tenders. They, they had the full game. But then I had the mint juleps, obviously. The what? mint julep is the drink of the derby. It's like bourbon, mint, and simple syrup, I think. that those I probably had about a half dozen of those. Jesus. Miller Lights galore, obviously. It was just a it was a brilliant, brilliant time. And so you went with your family. It's your mom, your dad, your two brothers? My two brothers, yes. So but get this. And I also went with Via, my girlfriend. I, I keep saying her name, I probably shouldn't say her name. Creeps are gonna go. She's coming. On her They're street. coming but for her. Get this. At the Derby, an old man's like an old man's like with a group of like old people. Tries to buy her or something. Look is like looking at me and her. And I'm oh, like, no. I think it's like dude's looking at you. She looks over and she's like, Oh, she de- he definitely is looking at me. Guy walks over. And says to her, can I take a picture of you? And she just lets him. She's like, sure. And then no. has me hold her. And I'm like looking at her. I'm like. Just of her? Yeah. And the old man just takes a picture of her. I'm like, you just let like a 70-year-old man just take a picture of you. What are you thinking? And she's how like. How many juleps did she She's have? like, I don't know. I don't know how to say no. <laughs> That's weird. That <laughs> so guy's selling man. it online or, or maybe worse than selling He's it. He's blown up and in his living room right now. But Yikes. that was a weird. I was like, you should not have done that. It's definitely uh, so. I see a lot of social media around the Derby. I think I saw Nate Tice of football Twitter go. He ran. Oh, into, he was there. Yeah, I he was there. He ran into Desmond Ritter, who was there. See, I, I try not to. I try not to look at Twitter when I'm drinking as heavily as that was. So. You were drinking heavily. Chris goes every year, doesn't he? Yeah, Chris he was there. Does, yeah. Did you see him or no? Did not. I didn't see anyone honestly. But I, I want to make it out to the Derby because it looks cool. I, I think. Uh, I wish I got it the is. invite from the fam, the Renner fam, but I didn't do anything for Mother's Day. Just stayed home and balled out with Riggins and then texted my mom and so forth. But uh, what you have in our catch and early buzz here, also mom waters. Okay. So I had this over the weekend. I had a few of these. Now, obviously, I'm a Miller Lite fan myself. But this new, it's not even a seltzer. It's a non-carbonated, like, vodka soda thing. Or not, I guess not soda, vodka water. I'm Googling That it. is the best alcohol I've ever had. It's legitimately tastes good. It looks so pretty. And yes, they they are they're going to be a game changer. Get ready for the mom water. It's going to be like when High Noons came out and you couldn't find them for a while in stores. I would stock up early this summer on mom waters. Well, first try them, but then stock up early and make sure you're, uh, you know, have enough because 
they're, they're going to be gone soon. I just sent the link to Quinn. I don't know if he has a chance to pull it up. But this spot, this is this part of the Catch Only Buzz is sponsored by Miller Lite. So we can't probably pull up the mop waters during this. <laughs> but um, I'm Quinn, not going to cheat on Miller Lite. They're, they're different types. Like, they're different animals here. They look I, The you know? branding, can I say this? The branding is very cute. And yeah. I don't use that word lightly. Okay, cute. It's, it's a cute one. branding. <laughs> it's fruit-infused vodka water, zero carbonation, zero sugar, zero carbs, all natural, crafted by moms, enjoyed by everyone. Look, he's got it up on the site now. Doesn't that look gorgeous? Alyssa back there, who's our podcast producer with us. I know Alyssa's nodding like, yeah, I drink that shit. It's a nice piece. It looks nice. They're tasty. I'm going to go get some. Yeah. And the names are Linda, Karen, Sandy, and Julie. What the fuck? <laughs> That's incredible. We might need to invest. I'm going to have our um, the guy who got us the Miller Lite sponsorship see if he can swing the bat on some mom water. This podcast is perfect for a mom water sponsorship. They There's are. no one who loves moms more than me. Put <laughs> that on true. a quote graphic. Mo you celebrate Mother's Day just on your own. Just yes. for all the moms. You're I text to other people's moms on Mother's Day. <laughs> um, other piece of the Catch and Only Buzz, and then we'll get into drafting the 2022 NFL draft. Um, the way that's going to work is you're going to pick a player, then I pick two, and then you pick two, a snake draft, and we're going to try and build the best team, starters only, offense, defense, out of the 2022 NFL draft class. Really tie a dough, a, dough, a bow on the 2022 NFL draft. Other piece on the catch and only buzz, James Bradbury released. This was The writing was not on the wall for this. It was a siren being played on loud since the combine. It, like Honestly, like... You couldn't talk to someone who's even heard of the word football without hearing that James Bradbury is probably going to get cut or traded. Guess what that does for your leverage? Nothing. I mean, you get screwed. No one's going to trade for Bradbury when everyone their mother knows he's going to get cut. Well, all you had to do to see that, you, you didn't even need to hear about it. You had to go to his over-the-cap page and look at his cap hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all you literally had to do and realize that he is being paid an absurd amount of money the next two years. Or not, maybe not being paid, but his cap hits are utterly absurd for the type of corner that, that he is. Yeah. So. I think he's still going to demand a decent chunk of change on this next oh, contract. Yeah. He's not going to come for cheap. And the teams that have been where it makes sense, right? Maybe Philly, Kansas City, Las Vegas. Those are three teams where I think all three could use veteran cornerback help and will fit what he's looking to do. I, I, I think it's understated how much the loss of Casey Hayward is going to hit the Raiders. The Raiders man. Yeah. I think the Raiders need – a veteran cornerback presence. Damon Arnett is not on the team anymore. Obviously, you get Trayvon Mullen coming back. But, like, opposite of Mullen, they need help at outside corner. I think he's going to be – you know, I think the Raiders are going to be really interested. I think the Chiefs will be interested. Um, he is not going to be a free agent for long. Yeah, I do wonder because I wonder if, one, he takes a one-year kind of prove-it deal because he kind of got screwed with the timing of this release, obviously, mm -hmm. in that the big money in free agency comes early on. Because and that's when everyone has the big money. Exactly. So I do wonder if he kind of takes a one-year deal – to a position where, you know, he thinks he'll thrive. And to me, that would be the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, like if you're going on a one-year deal to showcase your talents, it is there. And if the Chiefs are able to swing that, this might be the best secondary that Mahomes has had since he's been there. I, I mean, I get that Tyron Matthew, big loss, yes. I like that we're saying Mahomes has had. <laughs> well, like, but for real, like I you, get what you're you have to, you know, he's been having to win shootouts. So you might actually have your defense win you games if you have a secondary like that, if they add James Bradbury to this mix. So that would be, if I'm lo him looking for that kind of deal, that's probably the one that reading the tea leaves makes the most sense. James Bradbury turns 29 
in August of this year, had a career-high 79.9 PFF coverage grade with the Giants in 2020. And I know a lot of PFF social media, a lot of article content was written on that breakout year he had with the Giants. <clears throat> and then this past year, just a 65.0 PFF coverage grade, but still a really excellent piece of that secondary. I also think he's an Ironman. I mean, he's a he's played over 700 snaps every year of his career since 2016. He is a guy that sticks around. I think that's going to be availability that the Chiefs covet, that the Raiders will covet. I do not, again, like I said, I don't expect him to be a free agent long. His career best season in that 2020 season, 44 receptions allowed, 40, 454 yards on 78 targets. Excited to see where it goes. I hope it's my Raiders because we need to compete for that fourth place spot in the AFC West, but we'll see how it ultimately goes. Last piece of the catch and buzz here. If you go to the description for tailgate, you can go see a survey, or it's in the YouTube description, I think, a survey that you can fill out if you are a tailgate listener um, <clears throat> to get give us some feedback on what tailgate does well, what tailgate doesn't do well, where should we go this upcoming season, all that stuff. A lot of feedback given in a Google Form survey. Please do that. If you do, um, it'll be much appreciated and help us improve the podcast. We do this every summer. Last year, I met with like 82 different people for five-minute intervals to talk about tailgate and where it can improve and all that stuff. This year, we're going to try and automate some of that process with a Google form, but please go check it out in the YouTube description um, and, and fill out that survey. It'll help us out a ton. And as we get better this summer, I think the biggest thing I need feedback on is like, where should we go? You know, cause you yep. want to go to every Notre Dame game again. I want to go to Quinn yours for Bryce Young. I'll, I, in all, I need that. Game. Yeah. I need that. that well, game. I mean, who doesn't want to get out to college station? Too. I wouldn't mind going to Miami for Tyler Van D. There's a lot of games I want to go to. I also want to make sure we go to a lot of stadiums. We didn't go to last I year. I agree. Cause it, last year we, LSU, Tuscaloosa, Kentucky, Ohio State, Cincinnati, Notre Dame. We went to a lot of really cool stadiums That's next it. year, this upcoming year. Tennessee was sick. Mm -hmm. Next year, we got to go to some new ones. College Station, Austin, Texas. Uh, I'm thinking Miami. Well, we'll see how it goes. Go fill out that survey. It'll help us out a ton. We also got to figure out how we're going to announce this, the schedule. Because I remember last year, we kind of just did it all in one big burst. I think we got to do maybe a trip Slow. campaign mm -hmm. or something to get the people going. Um, all right, let's get into this draft here. You're going to go first. Oh, I got first pick. You okay. get first pick, and then I get the 2-3, and then you get the 4-5, and we'll continue to march on Titan here. Okay. Well, since I got the first pick, this is interesting. Gamesmanship. Got to think about this. Okay. Good. Get one guy, and then it's a snake, correct? Yes. I'm going to go Derek Stingley Jr. You think you're better than me? I want a cornerback. I want Derek Stingley Jr. I just think he's that good. Okay. Sorry. Number two player on the PFF board, and I want him. So your first player off the board is Derek Stingley Jr. Correct. So you got this. You got this I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Ahmad Gardner. Okay. And Charles Cross. See, that's what I was protecting against right there. I'm going to go Ahmad Gardner and Charles Cross. And so obviously the elf in the room, our number one overall player and a podcast co-host of mine is still on the board. But – I think the drop off at corner is absurd after even Gardner, right? I like Trent McDuffie a lot, but like Derek Stingley and Mod Gardner are really, really talented defensive mm -hmm. backs. And I think you get a significant drop off. And I think there's another drop off after the big three at offensive tackle. So I want to make sure I get my hands on one of those guys before you double dip in that direction. So I'm going to Mod Gardner and Charles Cross. Okay. What? So for, I, you have to say the positions these guys are playing. Okay. Let's, let's add that. Ahmad Gardner is playing outside corner okay. and Charles Cross is playing left tackle. All right, throw it, throw it into the... All right, I'm on it, I'm on it. Throw it, it in. Um, all right, I got... See, I was protecting against the corner run that you could have done on me with Stingley the and Cross. The double tip would have been, been dirty. Would have been I would have been behind the eight ball there. So, it would have been an easy dub. I think it would have been game over. 
Um, I have Stingley. I'm going to go Aiden Hutchinson. Love. I can't. I can't let him go past me in this one. And then I'm going to also go. Hmm. This one's tough. I'm not sure I necessarily need to lean. I'm. I'm gonna go Kayvon Thibodeau too. Wow, you should, that's that's sick. I'm gonna go Aiden Hutchinson, Kayvon Thibodeau. So that's my pass rush. That's hot. All right. I think I, I hate myself for not doing that. I'm gonna go Iki Aquanu and Evan Neal, and I'm gonna oh, have. Oh, you did that. <laughs> I'm gonna have Evan Neal play right tackle and Iki Aquanu play left guard. Smart play. Smart um, I'm gonna beef up the offensive line. I gotta protect myself against this Kayvon Thibodeau, Aiden Hutchinson combination. Okay. And I, I, I want to make sure that you don't get any of those blue chip tackles on your third swing of the bat here. I want you going down to the Trevor Penning tier, baby, because uh, it's not gonna be good for you. All right. Let me think here then. Where? Dude, offensive line right now for coming? me: Charles Cross, Iki Aquanu, and Evan Neal. It's a good line. That's a good line. You don't want to be a part of that. Hmm. Man, this one's tough. I think I'm going to go. Oh, man. So I'm going to go Jordan Davis, Devontae Wyatt. Oh, wow. I'm going to grab the, the defensive line. four best defensive linemen in the draft, according to, in terms of two best edges on the PFF board and two best ETs okay. to play nose and three tech, respectively. I'm worried now. You got a good I'm online, worried right? about where I want to go. Hmm. I'm taking Tyler Linderbaum okay. and Zion Johnson. All right. <laughs> I, I went all in on the offensive line. I, I, yeah. th I think – so I want to walk through my thought process and why I'm kind of avoiding receiver. Like I'm trying to think – say you went to two best receivers on PFF's board. You go Jameis Williams, Drake London. And I go Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave. Like, I don't hate that. Like, I, I, I don't think yeah. the tiering there is not that terrible yeah, to me. Yeah, for wide receivers. The second best center in this class is not touching Tyler Linderbaum's nuts. Mm -hmm. Zion Johnson, too, is one of the best interior offensive linemen. And now I have, across the board, Cross, Aquanu, Linderbaum, Johnson, Neal. And I honestly think you start printing my Super Bowl rings. You can't print those, but you should make them. <laughs> All right. I hmm, like where I'm at still. Uh, let's see. I think I'm going to go, man, offensive line. I don't need any offensive line because you obviously aren't drafting yeah, you anymore. Yeah, can pass on Aren't those. drafting anymore. I think I'm going to take Kyle Hamilton at safety. There you go. And... Um... And I'll go Jamison Williams, a wide receiver. Lovely. Need Jamison. I will Fold. go Ohio State wideout Garrett Wilson. Okay. And Ohio State wideout Chris Olave. Oh, interesting. Grabbing both Wilson and Olave here in the receiving core. Hmm. So you have two wideouts. I, I got. I got to go. I gotta go Drake London then. Yeah. USC watch. I gotta at least get one of the I like that. Big ones. I was gonna go Drake London in the slot, which yeah. would have been filth. But so I I got that and then I'm, I might I might hold off on wide receiver now though, because 
All right, so you got all the O-line. We both have two wideouts. See, the thing is, like, running back's going to be such a wash. It's like Brees Hall or Kenneth Walker. Doesn't, that one doesn't matter. Quarterback's also Tight a end's going to be a wash. QB's going to be a wash in this class. I might go Drake London and then... Um, this is tough. Uh, come on, figure it out. Okay, I'm gonna go Jalen Petrie. Ooh, to play a slot. Get in your slot corner early. I'm gonna go Nicobe Dean and Devin Lloyd. Okay, fair to fill my linebacker needs here. All right, then I'm gonna go. I'm going Trent McDuffie on the outside corner. And then, hmm. Let's think. Hmm. Probably got to, then I'll probably go. Uh, so we've like overlapped every. Uh. Let's go Sky Moore, wide receiver. God damn it. That's where I was heading next. I was definitely thinking about Sky Moore next. All right. Um, this is where it gets tough. Because mm-hmm. you have needs on the op- You have needs on the offensive line. Yeah, I already drafted my offensive line. You still need a running back tight end QB. I'm waiting to draft that. Yeah. You have needed safety, and I have needed safety. So I'm probably going to take a safety here. Probably smart. You want a box player. I'm going to go... <clears throat> Mm, what safety combination do I want here? Something filthy. I know one of them is going to be Lewis Seen. He went on the Richard Sherman podcast today and was awesome. Really? He's a, he was a super engaged, fun dude. Part of me wants to go Seen and Daxton. And just, I know I have to put him in a certain position, but I like the versatility I have in Daxton. Mm-hmm. I could play him in the slot if I needed to, and I get in a pinch here. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Lewis Seen, Daxton Hill. Okay. Uh, one uh, Lewis playing deep safety and Daxon playing the box slot type of transitional piece here. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm excited to see this defense I'm putting together is just built from the back, you know? Yeah. Like your mommy. All right. Well, then I have. All right. I get. I'm going to go. So the only positions that we do not all have. Or running back, tight end, and quarterback. Yeah, that we're debating. Yeah. So I've got to fill. I'm going to fill two of those. I guess I'm going to go. I'm going to go with. I don't even give a shit about quarterback. They're not even any different in my eyes. So I'm going to go Kenneth Walker at running back and Trey McBride. Grab the other one in. That's fair. At tight end, I'll go quarterback. Ah oh, man, this is tough. I want to win right now. Yeah. I want to win with the team I got. All right. Well, then where would that even be? I'm going <laughs> I'm going to go ah, behind this offensive line. I got the best offensive line in the league. Okay. I can get a quarterback that maybe doesn't have good pocket presence, but I know can ball. I'm going Desmond Mitter. 
Desmond I want Desmond Ritter. I want oh. Desmond Ritter. I want Desmond Ritter. <laughs> and then oh. and then in slot, I need someone to play the slot. That's where you messed up. Behind the best offensive line, you just go Malik Willis and you just run the ball. You think so? You should have, but you thought you already went Desmond Ritter. Yeah, so you yeah, you're up. right. Maybe you're right. Um, who do I want playing the slot? You already took with Duffy. I'll take Kyler Gordon in the slot. Okay. Okay. All right, so now we don't have any yeah. overlap positions. So just, just fill your roster. Fill the roster. All right. My tackles are gonna be I'm gonna I'm gonna go Bernard Raymond at the left side. Uh oh. And Tyler Smith on the right side. Those are some developmental pieces. <laughs> That's scary. That is scary. Uh, my other cornerback. Oh, I should have. Eh, I should have approached that differently. My other cornerback opposite of Ahmad Gardner is going to be Andrew Booth, and I need to take an edge here. Let me think. Hutchinson off the board. Thibodeau off the board. I could go Walker here. I'm going to take, because I know you're not taking any of these guys, I'm going to take Arnold Abichetti Okay. as one of my edges here. Oof. Go ahead. All right. I'm going to stay along the offensive line, and I'll fill my guards here. I need to hear who you're going here at guard. Darian Kennard and <laughs> – No. I got, I got Kenyon Green at one guard spot. Okay. Top 15 player. Um <laughs> And then I am going to roll with Luke Gedeke at the other guard spot. Oh, I like that. I like that. Central Michigan offensive tackle slash guard. Boom. There's my. All right. Uh, next, I'm going to go my two DTs, Travis Jones and Trayvon Walker. Ooh, Trayvon Walker at pure DT. I'm putting him at three tech here. I don't know. 272 pounds. It's fine. He's gonna add weight. He's be better quickly. And he's gonna he's gonna. We have a really good nutritionist. <laughs> All right, my linebackers. I honestly kind of like my linebackers maybe better than what yours are even gonna be. Really? Because I'm gonna get Leo Chanel and Quay Walker. Oh, okay. That's a lot. That's a freaky linebacker core right there. We're going sideline to sideline. Quay. All right, filling out my edge spot. I'm going to go George Karloftis. Maybe I should have gone Troy Anderson. That would have been more fun. George Karloftis, and then I need a wide receiver. I could go Burks here. I could go – I'm not going Pickens. Uh, I don't really like Burks. I wish I had another opportunity here. I don't like my receiving core the more I think about it. I should have went London. Yeah. I'm going to go Traylon Burks. He's playing the slot. Oh. Okay. I have running back and tight end left to fill. You have safety and center. I have QB too. Oh, and QB. I really don't know who I'm going to go with QB because I like my – your offensive line is going to take some time. That's a run-blocking offensive line, though. That's a – if it's anything. 
that can move the line of scrimmage. Oof. I'm gonna have to trans. I'm gonna have to transition someone from like guard to center here. <laughs> I'm not taking the next center. Oh no! This is gonna be tough. I'm gonna go. Hmm. We're putting Dylan Parham at center. Wow. Dylan Parham. I like that. Okay. And then you box safety. We're gonna go safety. I, I think I'm gonna go Jaquan Brisker. I like that. I was gonna, I was considering Brisker with the Seen Hill pairing. All right, I need to go running back, tight end, call it a day. Yeah. I feel like I have to go Brees. I mean, I'm not going to – Yeah. RB3 would be Damian Pierce now. I'm going to go Brees Hall and tight end. Do I go – I kind of want to go Jelani. Jelani Woods. Let me see. I need, I need, I need something hot here. We have such a good offensive line. I know. Your receivers are really up rough. I'm going to go Greg Dulcich. Okay. That's a good receiver. That's probably smart. My receivers are not rough. All right. I'm going to go. My last one here is going to be Malik Willis at QB. I think that's fair. All right. Let's go I, over the position groups yes. here. Okay. So my offense. At quarterback, I have Malik Willis. I just did that. Receiving core, Jamison Williams, Drake London, Sky Moore. I like that. I like that better than your receiving core. I'll just say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like your receiving core too. James Williams, Drake London, Sky Moore is hot. Tight end, Trey McBride. McBride's solid. Offensive lines where it gets a little hairy here. Bernard Raymond, Kenyon Green, Dylan Parham, Luke Gedeke. I think I'm solid on the interior actually. Like pass protection-wise in the interior, I think we are similar. But it's my tackles that I'm a little worried about. Raymond and Tyler Smith. A little worried about, but you don't have a good edge group, so I'm not that. Are you kidding me? I have Arnold Abiketti and George Karloff okay. tearing it up. All right, read your offense. My offense. I regret the quarterback pick. I wish I went Willis, but I went Desmond Ritter, who I think can win right now. Mm-hmm. Receiving core is Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, Traylon Burks, and Great Dulcich, which isn't I don't think as good as yours, but I still like Olave and Wilson. Top 15 picks. Burks top 20 pick. You got the number two and the number three receiver on Ohio State last year. Nice. Stop. Stop. <laughs> um, Dulcich at tight end is kind of a prayer. I think the tight end class this year was a prayer. Uh, running back, I have Brees Hall, which like – There it, was – Kenneth Walker versus Brees Hall was the – no one cared yeah. about that. You know, so. Offensive line is where I think this is where this team wins. I got Charles Cross and Evan Neal at the tackle spots. Mm-hmm. Icky Kwanu and Zion Johnson at the guard spots. And then Tyler Linderbaum at center. It's easily the best – we're going to be a road grader. Yeah, and you had Ritter as your QB. We're going to run with him. We're going to run with Ritter. He's not a great runner. We're going to get the ball out. We're going to distribute. It's going to be an offense that's putting up a lot more points than yours. This, I don't think it's close. I think my team's better. Okay, with defense side of the ball, though, is where it gets a little different because your defensive line's legitimately not – does not touch mine. I have Jordan Davis, Devontae Wyatt at DTs, Aiden Hutchinson, Kayvon Thibodeau at the edge. Leo Chanel, Quay Walker as off-ball linebackers. Uh, that is, you were just not touching that front. Like, I, know, I, I know, I know, I know. And I like are. my front. Trayvon Walker, Travis Jones, DT, George Kalafas, Sebaketti in the edge spots, and then Nicobe Dean and Devin Lloyd. I still think that it was smart for you to prioritize edge where you did and stuff. Yeah. You cannot touch the physicality. That's a badass front seven. And then Jalen Petrie adding on to that at slot, you're not going to be able to run the ball. Like, you're not running the ball against that front. So then... My corners, Stingley, McDuffie, obviously, then Jalen Petrie in the slot, and then Hamilton and Brisker. 
that's just a tough that's a tough d secondary for me i got a mod gardner and booth on the outside kyler gordon in the slot lewis seen daxon hill and daxon hill is going to be a box guy slot guy he's going to move around for me so mm-hmm. I, I think it's not close and my team's better but i'm interested to see what the comments say on youtube who has the better team so here's the thing you have the better offensive line for sure oh wow the votes are in 15 votes already 80 20 austin g you definitely have the better offensive line but you're it's not going to matter against the front seven that i have like you're still not going to do anything against that because you're not gonna be able to run so you're gonna have to pass the ball and your receivers are objectively worse than mine you have desmond Ritter at quarterback who i mean none of these quarterbacks are good so it doesn't really matter but i, I like i like my squad i, I think your I squad stinks and it sucks that you have such a bad gm starting what would your team name be what city and what what's your mascot it's definitely a northern city they're built to play in the cold weather that that's hmm. where are you from where this is a it's definitely a wisconsin-based team milwaukee milwaukee what brewers <laughs> <laughs> milwaukee this is Lights. Uh, oakland gets another team okay. this is the oakland flames okay <laughs> i don't know <laughs> The Oakland Fireballs. Hmm. I don't. The Fireballs. I hate too. I'll think about the mascot. Milwaukee Shotgunners. Milwaukee Shotgunners. That's not, terrible. Not, can't do that in 2022. I don't think you can. <laughs> All right. Let's know. We're gonna get some social graphics out. Keep the votes coming out on YouTube. We're gonna get to the fun to read, save your likes, and power ranking segment of this podcast. Before we do, get Sunday is a proud sponsor of this podcast. Does your lawn have weeds, bare patches, or pet spots? Sunday can help you solve all these problems and more the easy way they got everything you need from fertilizer to seeds to weed control and it's all delivered right to your door sunday can help you grow a beautiful lawn without without the guesswork or the nasty chemicals their custom plans include fertilizer and everything you need to easily care for your lawn you can feel good with kids and pets being around just attach the ready-to-use pouch to a garden hose and spray it takes less than 15 minutes and sunday is offering our listeners 20 percent off Full season plans start at 129 bucks, and you can get 20% off at checkout when you visit GetSunday.com slash tailgate. That's 20% off your custom plan at GetSunday.com slash tailgate. Mow your lawns and mow your pubes at tailgate. Manscaped and Get Sunday. Fun to read. Didn't have a lot here, but I think this is a good opportunity to talk about we don't, something that we don't talk a lot about on this podcast, even though... Did you know at the Super Bowl, while you were getting drunk in L.A. with your friends, I was actually putting in work. Oh, like the Super Bowl week, not the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And interviewing someone who is a crypto and NFT rookie researcher. Okay. And getting good intel from him. Do you know who that is? No. That is former UFC fighter Chuck Liddell. Oh. <laughs> I interviewed him at the Super Bowl and asked him, Hey man, I noticed on Twitter you're now a crypto and NFT rookie researcher. What exactly do you do? And he said, I don't really know. <laughs> what he didn't really have a good answer. He's an ambassador for NFTs, but doesn't really understand them. We haven't talked a lot about NFTs, but on the fun to read segment here, you have, according to Independent, NFT sales have plummeted 92%. Yeah, we're an anti NFT podcast. Some people like have NFTs or whatever, and they're like, Buy. We're, we're anti NFT. Like, we actively root against and root for their downfall because they're the dumbest shit i've ever heard 92 percent. who could have seen that coming the tailgate podcast when we told you guys about it last fall it was ponzi scheme it was fucking ridiculous it's no one thinks one that 
It just it's the dumbest shit, and I am very happy to see that as fallen. So NFT, it's just not going to be a thing in five years. No one's going to care about the ape you have a picture of. I care. So the, according to this article, seven months ago, two hundred twenty-five thousand NFTs were being bought per week. Now it's nineteen thousand. I will say that there is an interesting thing about like a post-pandemic research about habits of people. I feel like people are getting off of online stuff more like people were so online prior when it was the pandemic mm -hmm. and people still couldn't like go outside and do stuff people are like actively going against that now just in terms of like interest of online things if that makes sense and nft is obviously being a big part of that i i think that um i never i there was part but we're at any point in the nft surge where you like hey I should maybe look into it. I do. There was an inch of me at some point. I was like, "Hey, I don't know if I'm going to get blown by here, and I should buy one of these apes or these penguins in a dress." Nope. And um, I never did. It never got to. It never went from urge to look it up to actually looking it up. And Chuck Liddell kind of validated that for me when Chuck. <laughs> he had no fun. When talking to Chuck Liddell, who's a rookie researcher or whatever, and he was like, "Yeah, I don't even know what these are. They just kind of like use my account to throw NFTs out." <laughs> I think that was when I knew. Um, it was not always going to last, mm -hmm. the NFT craze. All right. This thing here, save your likes. Love love when the the gators use the hashtag save your likes. Too. Yes. That always that gets me going. I read every single hashtag save your likes, just so you guys know. It's so. true. Keep hashtagging it. This one's from Brian Hartline, who I want to get on this podcast. Hopefully he's not listening to this. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's fantastic. One of the best wide receiver coaches in the country. Obviously, the Ohio State wide receiver coach. Love him for that. He retweeted me once. Love him for that. But his Twitter game kind of stinks. Yeah, he did. He did quote tweet the NFL saying that the Saints are signing Tyron Matthew and saying excellent pickup. They just got better. That is a savior likes. The fact that three hundred two people like that is just. There's one quote tweet. Simping at its finest. There's one quote tweet, and it's from Joe, who said at PFF tailgate at PFF scale at PFF Mike save your likes. I love that. I love yep. that energy. It only got three hundred two likes, so I think the tailgate community was out and about. This is from Adam Schefter. One veteran front office executive this morning. This is the morning of the draft. This is the craziest draft I've seen in 30 years. That is a good save your likes. That's the good save your likes. Oh my gosh. One of the replies? One of the replies? Is from save your likes king himself. No, it's from... Oh, I was saying the Dan Orlovsky one that just says fire emoji eyeball emoji. That one's perfect. <laughs> and then this other person said clearly wasn't around for Vietnam. That's funny. That's something you should spend your likes on. <laughs> that well, is... Technically, it did say 30 years, but Vietnam was a little bit more than that. But... Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Well, I still like the comment. I think yeah. that's funny. All right. Last but not least here, we are power ranking summer activities. At PFF, the summer is kind of the official off season, right? So like... People are like, oh, once the Super yeah, Bowl the ends, once the Super Bowl ends, you know, you probably like, you know, have some time off. No, no, no. no. Super Bowl ends. Fe February is the worst freaking month here because you got the Super Bowl. Oh, swamped. Super Bowl coverage. You have draft guy coming out. You get the combine coming out. You're coming off of trips to the Senior Bowl and the East yeah. West Shrine Bowl. Free agency coming up. February sucks. January sucks in terms of work. work right? It's very, really, very busy. The inside the NFL season, you can almost find a groove because there is some prep draft work that you need to do, some offseason mm -hmm. prep. A lot of it's just like keep the but lights on itself, week three, yeah. keep the lights on week four, keep the lights on week five. January, February, March, April are all hard in terms of how much you're working and all that stuff. The offseason officially starts the week after the week after the draft, which is this mm -hmm. week, baby. So we're power ranking, working at PFF, working in football, summer activities we like to do specifically during the day. Um, you go ahead and kick us off with your number one. My number one's golfing. 
Obviously, I've. What do you mean obviously? I mean I've made it clear on the podcast that I'm a cool I've, golfer or anything. Well, no one I thinks you're golfing. good. It's not. It doesn't have to be good. That's the you're, beauty. No of one golf. even thinks you play. You can just at any point in time play. That's the beauty of the game. Is you can suck, play with someone who's good, and with handicaps, you can compete against each other and have a good time and enjoy each other's company. But I will specifically say, say obviously, like your Tiger Woods. The best golf <laughs> event is a scramble, like a shotgun start scramble is that there's nothing better in life to be honest to go out with four buddies on a shotgun scramble is what's a shotgun scramble also like shotgun starts like everyone starts on a different hole of the course and the scramble being that you play the, off the best shot each one has so if you play like if you like one guy sucks or like you hit poorly on a shot it doesn't matter you use the guy who just hit the best shot and then you go to that ball and then you play off of that ball and then the next shot everyone hits from there you take the best shot from there. Oh, isn't that called best ball um, no, best ball is technically, it's called a scramble. Okay. That's what it's called. Best ball is your, best ball is the best score. You, everyone plays their own ball and then you get the best score in each hole. So. It sounds really sick. Yeah. I've never golfed before. I've only ever top golfed and played mini golf. Well, it's the best summer activity, so. I'm excited to, to try it with you. When, it, when I get an invite, I'll come. <laughs> You've never invited me I to won't, play with yeah. <laughs> so you're not getting one. <laughs> <Golf> <laughs> so someone, I will say. You said you wanted, you could invite anyone and it'd be fun. Well. You have to have golfed a little bit. Okay. Okay. Well, fuck you. <laughs> All right. Uh, my favorite summer activity. And so you said the quote, there's nothing better you could do with the boys. It's the perfect event. My number one, I think, beats that. And that's drinking some beers. Well, these are all no, like no, involved. No, no, yeah. no. I wanted to give it its own category. You can't be like, yeah, I drink beers at all my events. No, screw you. Number one event during the summer, during the day, is just pop down some suds. But so Sponsored like, by Miller Lite or your mom's water or whatever it was. Yeah, So, but you're just sort of drinking beers. You're just sitting uh, at home drinking beers is what you're saying. No, I'm, I'm just saying the act of drinking beers during the day. Okay. Whether right. that is sitting at home and maybe you're doing some beerio car or some um, playing top golf and drinking some beers. It's just you have to give it its own core here. That's fine. I'm, I'm saying, saying drinking beers, specifically Miller Lites, during the day. Okay. And Mine, falling asleep by eight and waking up without a hangover. <laughs> that actually is the point of the best things about summer. Now, number two, being in or around water in the summers, number mm. two. So boating, going to a beach, going to a pool, any of those things. I like that you went broad with that because I went water. a little bit more specific with my number three. I put number two because I'm a company man watching NFL tape. Oh, you're such a hard <laughs> No, okay. I don't think it's actually my number two, but I wanted to mention in the summer – Letting your number two is letting people know you're watching NFL yes, tape on Twitter. I'm sorry. Yeah. Number two is letting emailing Chris Collinsworth, our boss and saying, Hey, Chris, just want to let you know, Mike's out golfing, playing a scrambled egg and I'm out here watching and grinding NFL tape. I wanted to just call out and it should have been an honorable mention. I'm going to actually move it. I'm going to, I'm going to retroactively move it to honorable mention and move up my two and three. But in the summer is the best time to go back and watch players in the NFL because during the season, you're not really watching, yeah. like evaluating current NFL players. You're more like reacting in real time, like how the games are going and who's going to win the playoffs and all that stuff. And then in the offseason, before May, you're like only watching draft. You're only watching college players and all that stuff. From May to like July, to May to like August, you can actually turn on the tape and watch like all of Jamar Chase's targets last year, all mm -hmm. of Justin Jefferson's. I go back and watch. First year, first year players, second year players, and third year players from the previous season, and sometimes even fourth year players, and the highest graded each of those verticals. So you can kind of look at what's winning in today's NFL with these like new injection of talent, like who's some of the best players that they have. So it is a good time. It's an honorable mention. My actual number two, I will tell after the, after this. But give me your number three. My number three is patio hopping. You've never patio hopped in your life. I've never even heard you say that. That's I what mean, is patio hopping? hopping? Is that just bar hopping? 
from but, uh, bars that have bars. patios? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is bar hopping with it's bars bar that hopping. have outdoor seating. Gotcha. I like that. Patio I thought hopping. you meant like hopping to other people's patios, no. like homes. <laughs> no, that's absurd. It's bar hopping, but on patios. <laughs> I don't hate that. I think that's cool. Yeah. Uh, my new number two, because I moved watching NFL tape to my honorable mention, is the beach. So you said being in or around water. I think that's kind of a cheap shot, and you're a piece of shit for it. The beach specifically, because you can play spike ball, volleyball, surf, skimboard, boogie board, bodyboard, the fish tacos, Corona on the sand. Like, is it? Is, I think beach energy is objectively better than pool energy. See, I've lived in Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana, and Ohio. Okay, fair. I don't, don't go know how to, to maximize beach. the beach. I, I don't go to the beach during the summer. Yeah. You know, if I'm going to take a vacation to the beach, it's in the months of, you know, October through March, because when it's summer, why would I go to the beach? It's hot here. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, can, I think that makes sense. Uh, I, but I do the beach. You need the beach. You love the beach. So your honorable mention. Uh, oh, if I have an honorable mention, I will say going to a baseball game. I actually do like going to a baseball game a lot. I don't like baseball, Are but going to a baseball me? game is a good time. Would you rather have, I was thinking about this question recently. A token or a ticket, yeah. free appetizer at your favorite restaurant, or two free tickets to a Reds game. I honestly would take the appetizer at a restaurant. I, I'm not because, and you have to stay for all nine innings, and you have to buy all your beers. Oh, like like mm. like, like I'm just saying, like that's a realistic experience. Like, hey, here's a ticket to a free appetizer at your favorite restaurant, and here's two free tickets to the Reds. Average average seats, not like you're not getting fucking blown up here. I would take the free appetizer. Because I'm not spending three hours at a baseball game. And sp- it was $14 a beer. It's $14 a beer at the Reds game. I know. I'm going tomorrow. Why? Going to Why? Tomorrow. How do they not see that? Quinn, I wish you could chime in. I know you don't have the mic today. But, like, I like I would I would enjoy going to the baseball game if it was a $30 ticket and $4 beer. It's not if it's a three. There was a guy scalping tickets for the Reds, you know, like ticket scalpers. He's like, I got a ticket, five bucks. How much is the scalper even making on that? A $5 ticket? I've never seen a scalper sell anything for that cheap. That's insane. They're giving that shit away. I'd rather get a free burrito bowl and drink some beers at home and watch it on the TV. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was blown away. I'm blown away by the people who are going actively to the Reds games, who's like the worst team in baseball. I, I, I'm blown away by uh, people well, going to baseball games. I just go when the Brewers come to town. So, Brewers fan. I just don't. I also like... America charging that much beers. I mean, American ball- ballparks charging for that much for a singular beer is insane. Like a $14 beer is such a yeah. deterrent for me to go. I mean, Because you're it. already watching an objectively boring sport. At least let me have a buzz. The Cyclones go. I do to- wonder. So Atlanta, right? They do. It's called street pricing or whatever, where it's the same as you're going to get at bars outside. I do wonder what the take yeah. Looking between that versus, you know, other stadiums, what the take is. Yeah. I'm not asking you to like dollar beers or anything. Just make mm-hmm. it like somewhat comparable to human yeah. life yeah like, like you go like to the cyclones games which is like the echl team here in cincinnati and they have like dollar beer nights and stuff there's no way the take is that great because there's like dollar tall boys and stuff but you're getting people to go and all that mm-hmm. just make it to where uh, imagine if the reds marketed a the beers are a normal price night <laughs> the beers are like <laughs> somewhat affordable <laughs> it's yeah. like eight bucks seven yeah. bucks a beer i mean it would it would make make me more interested in going. Um, the honorable mention I had is catch up on all the shows slash movies I haven't seen. Mm. Apple TV, I've been what are you, what are you What are you looking for? We Crashed to? with Jared Leto and Anne Hathaway. It's great. Okay. Jared Leto does this like an accent that is kind of terrible, and he kind of overacts the character a little bit. Jared Leto overacting, it. no way. If you, if you can get past it and focus in on Anne Hathaway, I think you'll find some good things. Then you have Severance on Apple TV, which is stellar. 
also unique yeah. as hell in terms of the concept that mm. they try and flesh nope, out. Nope, you can't modify, modify unique. unique. It's unique. And I think the fourth one, I heard Slow Horses on Apple TV. Apple TV's got, got a bag going right now. They're making plays. And meanwhile, Netflix is like, is it cake? You know, like, like <laughs> it's, like, it's a disaster on Netflix. Apple TV's lapping them. No, but the host on Is It Cake's great. <laughs> Stop. Um, what a fun podcast. Thanks for joining everybody. Draft, please, in the comments, mention who you think's team was better. I know it was mine, but like if you want to mention it, you can. Until next time, Austin Gale, Mike Renner, Tailgate.